0: Welcome to the Faithfully Free Podcast. I'm Katie Bailey. I'm a wife, mom, licensed professional counselor, and I'm passionate about seeing women flourish in their relationships. In this podcast, we will focus on how, as a woman after God's own heart, you can learn to live faithfully free, despite any toxic people you may encounter. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 14 of the Faithfully Free podcast. I'm really glad that you're with us today. Our topic today is um, introversion and extroversion. So which one are you? Are you an introvert or are you an extrovert? Hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll have a better idea if you don't know already. Introversion and extroversion is actually a spectrum um, and we all fall in different places. So it's not all one or all the other. Uh, We're all wired a little bit differently but when we know ourselves well and how we operate, that's going to help us make better decisions, set good boundaries, and then because of that, we will have healthier relationships and we're going to flourish more in life, which is how God wants us to live, right? And that's the goal. After this episode, I hope you have a greater understanding of where you fall on the introvert extrovert spectrum, if you don't already. And hopefully you'll also have some new ideas on how that's going to impact your relationships. So let's start digging in a little deeper here, talking about what is an introvert and an extrovert? What defines those terms? So full disclosure, in case you don't remember me ever saying this before, which I'm pretty sure I have, I am an introvert. I consider myself a social introvert. I love quality time with people, most often smaller groups of people, I'd rather have a dinner party of, like, eight to ten friends than go to a party of, like, a hundred people. But I require, I actually require, it's not, it is a need, it's not a want. I require alone time to, to recharge. I need quiet. This is hands down the most challenging aspect for me of motherhood. You know how we make all those jokes about, as a mom, I can't go to the bathroom by myself, there's always an audience, or they knock on the door... My kids actually used to, when they were really little, stick their fingers under the door and wave at me. Y'all, there are times I would hide in my laundry room and I would sit on the dryer and I would just pray that they wouldn't find me. That's how desperate I am sometimes to have alone time. I love my children, you guys. Being their mom is the most important job that I have. But I still need a break from them sometimes. I think even if you're extroverted, you need a break from the kids sometimes sometimes. But as an introvert, this aspect of parenting is extremely challenging for me. I've had to get creative on how to meet my kids' needs and my own at the same time. Uh, Okay, so what makes an introvert? So an introvert typically, and again, you might recognize some of these, but not all of these in yourself, but typically an introvert enjoys spending time alone, prefers quality time with one or two people, you know, a small group, over time with a huge group of friends. Introverts usually need time alone to rest and recharge after a busy workday or any kind of period of activity. Introverts can get lost in their own thoughts easily, and they usually need time to process and think through most things. I think journaling comes easier to introverts for that reason. And sometimes introverts are seen as shy or reserved, and occasionally can be seen as sort of antisocial. So that's an introvert. Do you recognize yourself with any of those qualities? So here is what defines an extrovert. Extroverts typically prefer spending time around other people, and they don't like being alone. They typically like crowds, parties, and other gatherings with lots of new people, or just People that they just can talk to and interact with constantly. Extroverts usually like quality time with others to help them recharge. So that's not alone time. They want to be with other people and verbally process things. And extroverts tend to be more outgoing, talkative, and they like being the center of attention. Now, this is not in a sort of selfish, you know, narcissistic look at me, I need all the attention kind of way. They just enjoy that, whereas introverts might tend to, you know, want to be more of the wallflower. So that's not a bad element of wanting to be the center of attention. They enjoy that. And extroverts also tend to think out loud. Um, I said that a little bit ago about being a verbal processor. They are more likely to not think before they speak. They're just going to put it out there and they're going to talk it through right then and there out loud. So that's what sort of describes and defines an extrovert. Do you see any of those qualities in yourself? Now, you might be confused. What if I see a little bit of both? Well, you probably do, because again, it's a continuum and we're going to fall in different places, but sort of ask yourself, you know, which do I tend to do more often? Which way do I do I tend to gravitate towards? Now, one side of the continuum is not better than the other. And truthfully, we all fall somewhere in the middle. But you have to have an understanding of how you're wired so that you can make better choices in your relationships, okay? Let's look at some examples. Let's first look at how understanding this aspect of yourself, of your personality, helps make better choices, helps you make better choices for yourself. So let's say you had a really bad day at work. An introvert most likely will want to go home and be alone, have some quiet, and think through what happened. This process will help the introvert recharge, help her feel better, and then she'll be able to move forward. However, an extrovert would be better served to go out with friends and talk about what happened at work that day. Being with other people and talking it out loud, talking it through, will help the extrovert feel more support, and that will recharge the extrovert to then go and tackle the situation and move forward. So neither one of those is good or bad, it's just different, and we need to understand about ourselves which would be more beneficial to to us, right, how we process things so that we can make choices of how we spend our time when we have a bad day. We all lead busy lives, and especially if you have kids, you have limited time. I think we all have limited time as adults because there's so many responsibilities, but throw in family and kids and you have even less time. So let's pretend, just sort of daydream with me for a minute. Let's pretend you only have one weekend to do something fun for yourself, okay? The goal is to feel rested and recharged afterwards. So your choices are you can either go to the beach with one close friend for the day or you can go to the women's retreat at your church with a hundred other ladies. So these opportunities don't happen a lot. You really have to pick one You have to use your time well because it's not like you can just do all the fun things all the time. Which one do you pick? All right, now both are really great options. There's nothing wrong with either choice, but you need to make the best choice for you. What would impact your life the most? What would recharge you the most? What would give you the most energy? What would be the most refreshing for you? For the introvert, it probably is going to be the beach time with the one close friend. For the extrovert, it's probably the women's retreat. Now, important point, does God think more highly of the women's retreat? Of course not. God is all about quality relationships, and he wants us to be connected well to him first and then to one another. He made us all differently. When we know ourselves well, We then can make more informed choices that help us thrive more in life because we're operating within the way that God made us, what's best for us. And when we do that, we are taking care of ourselves as God's holy temple in order then to best continue to serve God long term. It's a long term game here. Okay. So how does understanding being introverted or extroverted help you with other people? Well, when we understand that people function differently and we give them the freedom to do that, our relationships thrive. For example, Nate and I are both pretty introverted. Most of the time hanging out with Nate is the same as alone time for me. But there are times occasionally when I truly want to be alone. And Nate is the same way. So sometimes one of us will tell the other, hey, you know, I'd really just like some alone time. And neither one of us takes it personally. Do you see how that is freedom in our relationship? That could easily be a conflict. But because we understand that we're both introverted and we need quiet time to recharge, there are no hurt feelings. There's just understanding. There's understanding and a desire to give each other what we know the other person needs. That comes from knowing how we both function and understanding how the other person functions, right? That knowledge and understanding brings freedom. So similarly with friendships, people are gonna choose to spend their time differently and that's okay. So we took our kids to Disney in January right before the world came to a screeching halt. (laughs) It was a really good trip and I'm really glad that we went. But the Bailey family might not be back to Disney. Amusement parks are just not my favorite. Why? There's way too many people. Just being around the crowds and standing in line, it sucks the energy out of me just even thinking about it. However, we know friends that like to go to Disney every year. Or even just amusement parks locally more often. And that's fine. If someone asked me to go to a local amusement park with them, I'd probably say no. Not because I don't like the person, but because I only have so much leisure time and I don't want to spend it doing things that drain me. But I'm also not offended if that friend chooses to go on without me. More power to them. That's giving other people freedom to live the way God made them and to not take it personally. And how understanding myself and also then others that benefits my relationships, right? So freedom and understanding go together. So here's another little funny example of understanding the differences between introverts and extroverts. During this pandemic and being quarantined, especially back in the earlier months when it was a little more strict, I think that's affected us all, right? But I know our extrovert friends and family have had a really rough time. Once our area was in the green phase, I think. I'm getting all the colors mixed up. I think it was when we were in the green phase. We started to have a few friends over to our house. And one night, we had another family over. um, And the husband of that family is a really big extrovert. And the poor guy, he was dying for more social interaction. He needed to talk to people who did not live in his house. And when they first got here, he was talking so much initially. I, you know... I wasn't even sure he was breathing because he was talking so fast. It was funny, though, and I really enjoyed watching him get so excited to hang out with friends after so long because he was finally doing what he needed to do to thrive, to be social with people, again, other than the people that lived in his house. If I didn't have an understanding of extroverts, I might have thought he'd had too much caffeine or something (laughs) like that. But instead, I was just filled with joy seeing him do and operate and function the way that God made him, right? That's how God made him, to be more extroverted and to just really recharge and thrive around other people. Understanding introversion and extroversion, who you are, how you operate, and that's not just with introversion and extroversion, that's with any character trait, but when we understand ourselves more and give other people the freedom to function the way that they are made, that... That really is just an amazing thing when we then can flourish and have deeper, more emotionally safe relationships. Okay, if you guys want to learn more about healthy relationships, I really would love for you to download my free ebook devotional that I wrote. It's called What God Really Says About Toxic Relationships, and I'll have the link in the show notes. And if you like this podcast and find it helpful, please subscribe and leave a review That truly, truly, truly helps other women who can benefit from our discussions find the podcast. I would appreciate it so much. You can find me on Instagram at faith.freedom.flourish. And if you want to keep this conversation going on more, we have a private Facebook group. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. I'm going to hop in there and do some Facebook lives and answer questions and all those sorts of things. Thank you so much for listening today. I know that you have so many things pulling for your attention. And the fact you'd spend 15 minutes or less with me, I really do value that. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep living faithfully free.